Welcome to the Let's Talk Internet Computer Podcast. Today, our special guest is the founder of OpenChat. OpenChat is an on-chain messaging platform similar to WhatsApp, but evoluted, where you don't need phone numbers, it's free, and even you can send through their platform, Bitcoins or ICP tokens. Today, we having with us the founder of OpenChat, uh, Hamish Peebles. Thank you so much, Hamish, for your time today. Hello, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, just just to clarify, I'm actually one of the founders, not not the founder. There's there's three of us working on OpenChat, but yeah. Okay, as a the co-founder. Now, what is the names of the other founders? Yeah, so it's um me and then Matthew Grogan and Julian Jelfs. Mm -hmm. We've actually the three of us worked together for many years before starting on OpenChat, and um yeah, we all. We all quit our old job and and here we are. It's been been about two years now, I think, that we've been working on Open Chat, and yeah, it's been it's been fun. Great, <laughs> awesome, and thank you for letting me know. Um, yeah, thank you as well for for your time. I know you are uh, especially busy now, before as well, but now after the SNS launch, uh, it was uh, crazy. The milestone achieved for for the team, for your team, and. Yeah, because this uh, open chat has become the first social media DAO, 100% decentralized. And we discuss more further, but congratulations for that. Yeah, thank you. We were quite well before the sale happened. We were we were hopeful that we would hit the one million ICP target. And yeah, when um when the sale started, especially for the first few minutes, it was crazy. The um the amount raised was just going up really quickly i think we raised about seven hundred thousand in the first two or three minutes and then it, it slowed down a bit um but then yeah to have reached the the full one million icp in about six hours that was uh wow yeah that's nice we were very happy yeah <laughs> okay well um first to dig in more in, in in the sns and all the things and features of open chat um would you introduce yourself and Talk us a little bit more about your background, your your story before found the the open chat. Yeah. Um. So as you said, I'm Hamish Peebles. Um. I have been a software developer for about twelve years, eleven years. Um. Before working on Open Chat, I was in the Web two world, working for a company called Donata Travel. I was um like a back end C sharp software engineer. Um, and actually, I, I enjoyed that job. But um, when we heard about the opportunity um, of building on the internet computer, we you know we we looked into it for a while, for a few weeks, and um, it looked too good to pass up. Really, it looked like an interesting thing to work on. So the three of us building Open Chat, we all we all quit our old uh, yeah we all quit our old jobs and um, we switched to Open Chat. We um, I had to learn Rust, well, we all we all did, but uh, so there was a bit of a learning curve there. But I actually really enjoy Rust now. I think I prefer it to C Sharp, even though I worked on C Sharp for nine years. Um, so how how we got into Open Chat is um, one of the other founders, Matt. He is an old friend of Dom's, Dom who runs Definity, and. Um, Dom messaged him out of the blue 
I, th I think they hadn't really spoken in you know a, a few years or something and um Dom just messaged him and was like Matt I'm I'm building this thing I want to get some good developers building apps on top of it and yeah we had a meeting with him and he he told us all about it and um yeah we we liked the look of it and we all quit and here we are and I'm I'm glad we did it's it's been really fun mm -hmm. wow it's a nice story the founder of Definity, Dominic Williams, encouraged you to create OpenChat. Well, so he just wanted to get developers building on the IC, on the internet computer. This is two and a half years ago or so. Uh -huh. And um, he, he said, you know, just learn about what it can do and just come up with an idea of what to build. And, and we did. We came up with OpenChat and we we pitched it to him. We gave a, a really early demo and he liked the look of it. And so he just said, yeah, keep building it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's how, that's how we got going. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> and how we, we, thought it, we thought it really suited the internet computer because, um, you know, it's really scalable. Um, everyone, in, everyone who has a phone uses a messaging app. Um, and so the main apps of you know probably whatsapp telegram and do people trust that their whatsapp messages aren't their data from whatsapp isn't being sold i mean people kind of know that it is you know meta own whatsapp and so every time you message someone meta you know the people who own facebook they're going to be there harvesting your data being able to make money off that they'll be able to push you things that are in their interest that it's basically it, you are the product when you're using whatsapp and so it seemed like a great opportunity to come up with a competitor to whatsapp where there's just zero chance of that ever happening you, you know the community control the service the, the users are not the product the users are the owners so yeah, we we thought it was a, a good idea to come up with a with, to build a competitor messaging app. It just fits the decentralization model nicely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they can um, get money right uh, for WhatsApp uh, or Telegram in terms of uh, have like videos, photos, information about the the users, and they can sell it to third parties. And this is. One thing that is totally disruptive with OpenChat running 100% on chain. Um, in terms of the massive adoption, I think one day uh, OpenChat will have more users than WhatsApp. I'm 100% sure. Uh, in the That'll future, be nice yeah, because it's like an evolution of WhatsApp and it's really cool. But I think for the massive massive adoption, uh, when uh, OpenChat will be on on the phones. I mean, on the, um, no, on the app store, so, yeah. Because this is so, uh, get like the piece of cake and try to like uh, be um, like a, a good competitor. You need to have the, the things easier for for the user. Right? Yeah. So that's probably the most requested feature. Yeah. Having iOS and uh, Google like native apps. Just because the the experience is smoother, you you click on the app and it's there immediately. Um, mm. So we we can do a thing called um, 
you, it's called like add to home page. I don't know quite what they call it, but it's essentially a web page that looks like an app. You can have an app icon and when you click on it, it will open the app, but it's still actually just a web page. So it's not quite as nice in terms of the, the feel of it as a native app. But the thing is, you know, we are fully decentralized. We are, there. there is no legal entity behind open chat. And so for us to have an app store app, like, you know, if we're to have an app on the Apple app store, something who can be a legal entity for open chat will need to have a contract with Apple. Same mm -hmm. with um, the Google play store. Now this is, this is probably possible in the future. If we create an open chat foundation, which I think it's very likely we would do. Mm -hmm. And then once we have an open chat foundation mm -hmm. that foundation can then have a contract with apple to provide the app store uh, to, sorry to provide the app mm -hmm. but um you know this is at least a few months away for now we're still just focusing on the web app yeah no no for sure for sure um it's just for uh because yeah, it's, it's easy, right? We can enter in the uh, browser and just click open chat and, and if we have the internet identity in less than 10 seconds, you are texting your friends or family or whatever. But uh, maybe like not people inside ICP, but outside ICP, maybe they are yeah. more challenging, right? It's like, oh, wow, I have to enter again. And it, people is now used to enter in the phones and then click the app and that's it, right? The, the icon, but sounds good. Yeah, I didn't know the Open Chat Foundation. Maybe for the future is a is, is the, your next project. But it's really really cool to know. And um, yes, I, I I would like to know as well um, how did the idea of creating Open Chat come about? You mentioned about one of your uh, founders um, talk with Dominic, but um, did you have the idea before or because you mentioned? your friends and founders, your friends like long time ago, did you think about it? Like, did you have a, any conversation together? It's like, wow, we need to create something like a WhatsApp, but totally decentralized, something cool, right? Where people are the, the owner of the data and how it was that? Yeah, so um, we had never heard of the internet computer before Dom reached out to Matt, um, but, after we'd had a meeting with Dom, we looked into the internet computer and we um, <clears throat> we saw what it was trying to accomplish. You know, it's trying to be essentially infinitely scalable, um, two second, three second, roughly response times to update calls. Um, and, and we just thought the the app we could build that is most suitable to the features that the kind of the um, performance of the internet computer in terms of latency and um, scalability, we thought that the the best app we could make here that would reach the most users and would be most suitable for this kind of environment was a chat app because um, it just makes complete sense for a chat app to be decentralized. And having two seconds or three seconds latency between one user sending a message and the recipient getting the message is completely fine. Um, and so we thought, right, 
the updates take a few seconds. In theory, it's infinitely scalable. Less, it, it just suited the chat app perfectly. And so, yeah, that that's the idea we came up with. We built a early demo of it and showed it to Dom and he liked it. And so, yeah, we all quit our jobs and built it full time. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, that's a nice story. Um, yeah, tell us more about the, the, um, the DAP, the open chat. What is the feature? Yeah. Why is an evolution of uh, WhatsApp? Uh, what is an evolution of Eastern messaging? So, so we want it to be at least as good as WhatsApp and Signal and Telegram. Mm -hmm. But then we also wanted to have the benefits of it being decentralized like the community governance and the guarantee that no one is selling your data as a user. Um, so on open chat, you can, um, message people in direct chats. Like I could send you a message, um, or you can create groups and groups can be private or public and a private group. Um, you have to invite people to, or you can, um, enable what's called like a group invite link and then anyone with that link can join the group or a public group anyone can search for the group and join it and so some of the public groups have i think our largest one has about thirty thousand users um and so um in the future we, we actually want another thing called communities which will be quite similar to discord servers or slack workspaces and again they would be private or public um public communities would probably be more like discord servers where anyone can explore them and join them whereas private communities would probably be seen more like a slack workspace like maybe um other businesses on the ic might want their own open chat private community and then anyone in that community can see all of the groups within that community but they those groups wouldn't be visible to people outside of the community so you could have public groups within a private community if that makes sense mm -hmm. and so we can do things like a community could be gated to only owners of an nft within a specific collection so for example, an NFT collection could have its own community and everyone in that community is guaranteed to hold an NFT from the collection because that's one of the criteria to get into the community. Or it could be um, everyone in the community has to have a certain neuron from a certain SNS or NNS. You know, it could be that criteria is you have to have an eight-year ICP neuron. Mm -hmm. You know, we can do quite cool things like that. So um, we'd also love to be able to do video and voice calls. We haven't, we, we've attempted it a bit, but it, it's hard to get a reliable peer-to-peer -peer connection. Mm -hmm. So it's likely if we do end up supporting video and voice calls that we probably have to use some centralized infrastructure and we would just need some way of paying for it. And again, that's probably where we need the OpenChat Foundation because mm -hmm. 
OpenChat can raise funds in ICP or in chat tokens or in potentially other cryptocurrencies. And the OpenChat Foundation, uh, sorry, OpenChat SNS could then pay the OpenChat Foundation and the OpenChat Foundation can then pay for these centralized services in dollars or pounds or euros or whatever. Because, you know, it'd be great to have video and voice call, even though they wouldn't be fully decentralized. It's it would it would be an option that people can take advantage of if they want to. But obviously, if they just want to be chatting, then they can stay completely decentralized. Yeah, no, for sure. And now, unfortunately, if you want to like get users from Web2, even if your your idea is super cool and try to be hundred percent decentralized, you need something, uh, you know, like a bridge to try to convince people from Web two to Web three. Uh, yeah, the Open Chat Foundation, I think, is the the way to do that. But but also, I think I think the product needs to be good enough uh -huh. on its own, regardless of you know being fully decentralized. I think it it needs to be good yeah. otherwise people aren't gonna stick around people might have a go and people might um use it if they hold some of the tokens and they just hope the value goes up but that's not what we want in open chat in open chat we want it so that just a normal non-crypto person can come along and use it and think oh this is a cool app and enjoy using it regardless of the fact that it's de decentralized and regardless of the fact that it has its own token what we want is that just any non-crypto person can come along and just use it easily and and just yeah enjoy using it yeah like have user uh, friendly features and then um, at least the same features of whatsapp or telegram or the other ones because they're, they're like now they're massive i'm not sure exactly how many people use telegram or whatsapp around the world but at least to be um you need to be like same uh at the same level and then uh, have the other features or the new features that you have plus be decentralized 100 but yeah i'm agree with, with your idea your vision but first you need to improve the, the platform or at least be the same uh, features and have the same things of the other ones uh, yeah other features that you can offer of course in a decentralized world so so um open chat is free if you just want to be a, a basic user it's free to get started but we've introduced a thing called diamond membership which people can pay for on a subscription basis it, it's cheap because the open chat running costs are really low but we do need to have some revenue coming in because the service needs to be self-sustainable so it's kind of the trade-off between it it needs to be free otherwise no one's going to come and use it for the first time but also we need to charge people in order to cover costs and so we we think this um diamond membership mechanism works quite nicely and if you become a diamond member then you get a load of advantages and over time we will give more things to diamond membership which will make it more worthwhile to upgrade to um so for example, like message translation is a diamond member feature or um, a gigabyte of storage. You can, so you can have 10 times the storage if you're a diamond member.
Um, there's there's other things like we'll have groups that are only for diamond members. We'll allow diamond members to have NFT profile pictures, but like verified NFT profile pictures. You also just get a little diamond next to your name, which people love. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like we introduced diamond membership about about a month ago. And we've taken in, I think it's about 2000 ICP so far. So that's about $10,000. So, you know, that's way more than the costs of running open chat. So currently if things keep going like that, then open chat is already profitable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a diamond. I take my, nice. I'm a diamond guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I would like to, to dig in more in, in the milestone that you achieved a, a few days ago about the SNS, the service network system, is a, the decentralized DAO way on, on internet computer that people can vote and people are the owners and have the governance of the DAPs. In case of open chat, um, I will, I'm curious to know how has been the experience of uh, give the control to the community. Uh, after the 5.5 million of dollars achieved in just five hours for the decentralization sale, I think it's the, the first DAO uh, on history on the uh, social media platforms, and maybe the, the fastest for achieve the goal, right? Five hours, you get 5.5 million of dollars. Uh, you are the envoy of the world, right? Of the other founders. Of <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about, about this. Project. Yeah. Um... So, oh, you yeah, because I, I thought like the first, the days before, maybe it was even more crazy. Right? Yeah, it was really busy for probably the month before the SNS sale. Um, because essentially, Definity have been building the functionality which will allow any app to launch via an SNS sale. And um, they, told us maybe two months or so before the sale they were like we think it will be ready at, at this point and so we we had time to get everything ready um but it's just also during that time there was also the ckbtc launch and so we did a load of promotion around that there's some other quite a few other features that we launched at around the same time so w we only had about a month or so to get ready for the sale and it was yeah, it was quite manic, but um, luckily, yeah, we we got everything ready in time, and so um, yeah, we we launched the sale and um, woke up early and watched it all all happen. Um, but yeah, we it's not the it's not like we can relax now because we've raised all that ICP, but we now need to validate the you know we need to fulfill the expectation that the community has pull upon us um because yeah we, we need to keep going if anything we need to get even faster now because we're now people are have themselves invested their their fund their icp into open chat and so we we want to make sure that all of those early investors benefit from giving us their um support mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so we're still working full on. Um, there will be quite a few proposals coming soon. There will be 
One of the first ones will be about an airdrop that we will be proposing to Diamond members. We're thinking of giving away 1 million chat tokens. So that's, you know, $300,000 or so, I think. I mean, the price is changing all the all the time, but roughly 300,000 to our Diamond members. Um, we've just written a blog post about governance and we've um, set up our dev beacon neuron. And that means that for people who want to just, um, every, everyone who holds a chat neuron, they can take part by vote. They can take part in governance by voting on proposals, but many people may not want to do that manually. Yeah. Same as so, Exactly. And so if people want to, and if they trust the dev team, th the three of us, then they can set their neurons to follow what we've what we've created we're calling it the dev beacon neuron um so we just set that up earlier today um and so how that works is there are three of us on the dev team and each of us have a, a neuron which is followed by the dev beacon neuron and so if any two of us vote the same so for example if two of us approve a proposal then that will cause the dev beacon neuron to vote and then everyone who follows it will also vote. Mm -hmm. So it just means that if you may not want to take part day to day, but you'd like to still earn the voting rewards and you trust the dev team, you can just follow, you can set the follower, you can set the followee, they call it actually, the followee as the dev beacon neuron and we will essentially vote on your behalf. But, you know, we we want other people to set up neurons that people can follow too because we want this to be as decentralized as possible so we will try to encourage people to set up their own named neurons which the community can the community may opt to follow them rather than follow us which is a good thing you know we don't want a hundred percent of people to follow us and then because then it's not decentralized yeah. exactly yeah but people have the right right like people can both yeah uh, and obviously right now it's only just begun so over time the service will become more and more decentralized as more of the circulating supply is uh, distributed to the community and also as more like prominent uh, people put themselves forward as being neurons who people holding neurons can then follow so yeah. this is just the beginning so this is we we are fully decentralized if you if you saw during the sale there were 2707 no 2375 people took part in the sale so there are essentially 2375 co-owners of open chat which is a which is a good amount i think um but over time that number will grow um and so it will just become more and more decentralized and that that's good that's the vision yeah and uh, also, it's important to know for, for people, for these 2,375 or whatever, uh, because now they need to access manually right to the NNS and vote for the proposals or select the their bacon mule, right? But they need to yeah. do right? because the vote is really important for, for the community. Yeah. So they can actually vote from within Open Chat, And the blog post that we publicized today explains all of the steps of how they can go about doing that 
Okay, they can do directly through the open chain. Yeah. Perfect. Good to know. Um, yeah, in terms of the tokenomics, uh, as you mentioned before, in open chat, you have created the token chat. Um, how it works in terms of uh mining, burning, is that a flationary yeah. token, inflationary token, has limited supply. But that's more about the, the tokenomics and open chat. Yeah, so um at first there are 100 million chat tokens and voting rewards will be given out to people who take part in the governance of the service and those voting rewards are going to be given out at a rate of 2.5 percent per year so if there is no burning then in the first year two and a half million new chat tokens will be minted but the plan is that when we take when the open chat service receives payments for premium features such as users paying for diamond membership or there'll be a lot more revenue streams in the future such as private communities or um we'll have like group add-ons that people can pay for um all of the income from this can then we could either burn all of it or we could burn 50 percent. we haven't we need to make proposals to then um, see what the community thinks, but there will be some form of burning of probably 50 to 75% or so of all of the income received by open chat will just be burned. And who knows when that will level out in terms of the inflation and the deflation, like realistically, in the first year, it will probably be inflationary because the revenue streams aren't all set up. We don't have as many users, but if, if we had millions of users of which hundreds of thousands of them were paying for, um, diamond membership, and we had all these private communities where people are paying on a subscription basis, all of that will add up and that will just create more and more burning. And so eventually the amount being minted and the amount being burning will probably be about the same or it might even become that the amount being burned in overtakes the amount being minted mm -hmm. so we'll see yeah. but essentially we want we want open chat to take in more than enough in terms of premium function premium feature fees to cover the running of open chat and cause a good amount of burning on the total supply mm -hmm. and then uh, you mentioned about the, the rewards voting rewards as yeah. well on open chat web page or on articles that you have like rewards option like users can um if they recommend like family and friends right because w once you enter into the open chat you have like a qr code that you can share with your family and friends I read something about like uh, you can get rewards from from this per user, maybe not now, but in the future or, or something. Yeah. So again, this this all kind of is not set in stone yet. Mm -hmm. So we we'd need to make proposals and get the approval yeah. from the community. But we're thinking of doing something like for every user that you refer 
if they become a diamond member, you receive half of their payment fees. So for example, if someone becomes a diamond member and then pays one ICP for that membership, the person who referred them would get half an ICP, which may not seem like that much, but if you refer, like if you put out some publication and put your referral link and you get a thousand people to join, then you could make, you know, a lot. And also what's really good about this is that the open chat service itself is never at a loss because it would just be giving out a portion of the fees that it's taking in. So there's no risk to the open chat service. It, wor it works really nicely in that regard because it just means that it can't, it's not open to attackers because a lot of the systems that we're trying to come up with for giving out user rewards are quite hard to keep safe from people who just farm the, you know, for our code is open source. And so if we put in some algorithm to reward users, it's going to be very hard to make it in such a way that people can't look at what the code is saying and then come up with like some mechanism to gain, to game the system, to get these rewards. So for example, they, they might be creating like 50 different accounts, which all fulfill the criteria that the open chat reward system says is enough to get the rewards, even though they're not genuine users. So this mechanism of giving 50% of each referral per, if you refer someone and they pay for diamond membership, you getting 50% of their fee, it's just not gameable at all. Because if you were trying to game it, you would be paying more than you'd be receiving back. Yeah. So that's, that's probably just the one that we will do first while we come up with more ways or if the, ideally someone in the community would make a proposal saying how about doing it in this way or that way um because anyone can make a proposal now yeah. and you know essentially if someone has a way that it would work that would reward actual good users while excluding like bot users or people who are just trying to game the system then yeah that would be great mm -hmm. Yeah, different ways to achieve the, to have like the incentive system and the mechanism is, is really cool. I think the community feature that, feature that you have uh, thinking about it, about the private and public community, like similar to Slack and District, as well, I think is gain more traction and more users and more is, is add to the incentive system as well. Yeah, uh, and, and we could do, um, we could do things like a profit share. So for example, if you create a community and you could say, in order to join this community, you must pay 100 chat tokens, or maybe that's a bit much, but like 10 chat tokens. Um, and then the owner of the community would receive maybe 50% and the open chat service would receive 50%. And again, those would be burned or some portion of them would be burned. And so that would benefit the system overall just to add to the deflation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like maybe like in, in a private communities, right? Imagine, for example, one guy is like famous for, uh, like a trader, right? And he's yeah, uh, yeah, buy and sell well, cryptos or whatever. 
maybe recipes or maybe like information about whatever and you want to join yeah. a group like valuable group right because they share information yeah. like professionals or whatever in any industry so these would probably these would probably be like public communities which anyone could mm -hmm. explore but then if you wanted to join them it would say joining fee is like x amount and so it's it's beneficial for the owner of the community so they are incentivized to create the community and spread the word but it's also beneficial for the open chat service mm -hmm. yeah you yeah. know there, there's lots of ways that open chat service can make revenue so yeah and then the, the other feature about uh, payments, uh, I know now you can send and receive ICP tokens to the application. Uh, how about this, the news, the CKBTC and Bitcoin integration? You can as well send uh, Bitcoins and the CKBTC and how it works. You need to um, put your, your wallet and then the other person needs to have as well open chat with a wallet and, and then you can send and receive Bitcoins, ICP, CKBTC. So yeah so um in open chat every user has their own canister so when you register a canister is created just for you um and then all of your direct chats are held in that canister um the groups that you are in are recorded in that canister but that canister also acts as your wallet so when you click on your profile in open chat and you go to your wallet and you see the address that address is actually a ledger account which is controlled by your own user canister um and so when you deposit icp or ckbtc or chat tokens or many more in the future sns1 actually and many more in the future all of them are in ledger accounts that are controlled by your canister. And so then if I send you a message containing chat tokens, I send a request to my own user canister, that, use, that canister then calls into the relevant ledger to make the transfer. And then when the transfer is complete, it will send a message to your canister to say, this person sent a message and they sent it with a transfer. Here are the transfer details. And then um, those funds are now under the control of your canister, which you can then you can then send them on to someone else or you can withdraw them. You know, they're they're under complete control by they're under your control. And what's really nice is um because each user has their own canister, it's really easy to keep everything secure because we can just restrict who can call into that canister to be only the user who control who the canister is for. So for example, you have your canister and I have my canister. I can instruct my canister to send a message, but I can't instruct your canister to send a message because I, I the your canister is specifically for you. And so by having one canister per user, it's just really easy to keep everything secure. Yeah, true. Secure and, and as well the the good feature of ICP is that the infinite scalability, right? And, yeah, uh, exactly. I told so, you uh, or not before as well uh, with Chris Ichada and Nikas Goyal about it because they have the, the same um, um, system, the same mechanism. They have one. Every user have their own canister, 
and we, we yeah. have some conversation about it. Like, is it the best way to uh, secure everything and have everything uh, better, right? Compared with have one canister for maybe sixty or or whatever users. Or, yeah, yeah, it it simplifies each canister as well by just having one canister as one user. It does, like the, the simplest way would just be to have everyone in one canister, but that, that wouldn't scale. And so you need to start sharding your users across canisters. And so you could have 10 or 100 users per canister, but we opted with just one user, one canister. And I think that was the right choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's the most secure choice. Um, also, if you vote through open chat, then how how that works is you need to add a hotkey to your neuron. And the hotkey ID that you add is your own canister. And because that canister is only for you, you're not leaking any <clears throat> voting power to anyone else, as in, say, 10 people share the canister all 10 of them would need to add the same canister as a hotkey and then it's just more open to attack uh -huh. yeah, this is a good point so I, I think i think we made the right choice in terms of the design of having one user per canister mm -hmm. uh perfect um um when do you think it's uh maybe could add uh, other cryptos because now it's, it's CKBTC, Bitcoin, and, and ICP. When do you think, like, maybe in the future you can add Ethereum, Doge, or whatever? <clears throat> yeah, we will add all of them, really. Um, any that are supported on the IC, you know, we'd want to have things like a stable coin, like um, some dollar stable coin, whichever one it may be. Um, just because realistically, normally when you send someone tokens or money or whatever it will be like i'd send my friend 10 pounds i'm in the uk you know 10 gbp because i owed them 10 pounds but if i sent them 10 icp it's it, that could go up in up or down in value whereas it's it's quite nice to be able to send someone a stable coin amount so uh, yeah we we definitely like to um support at least some stable coins and we'll just support any cryptos that are supported by the ic so that yeah that will be ethereum well it probably will be ck eth when that exists rather than actual ethereum okay um yeah, i forgot to mention before uh for people that didn't have the opportunity to are involved in the sns and both like uh, didn't buy uh, chat tokens. Uh, is there any way where they can buy now uh, chat tokens? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're available on a few dexes. Um, there's icdex.io or ICP Swap or Infinity Swap. Um, there might be more, um, and there there will be more coming soon as well. We hope to be on some centralized exchanges, but that will take a few months. Mm -hmm. And is the because I didn't uh, check uh, the price is similar compared with the launch or is increasing now? Um, well, there's not that much liquidity, but the price is about 70, 75% higher than during the sale. 
but but the volume is low so um you can't draw too much of a conclusion from that yeah no 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 that's true that's true and even now more because it's not too much liquidity as we mentioned yeah well so one of the next things we will be doing is um adding a load of liquidity from the sns treasury to some of these dexes mm -hmm. okay um yeah my next question is about the, the the core team right after the decentralization what is the role of the core team as uh, you you mentioned before and maybe you answered the, the question uh with the um, open chat foundation uh, but for sure, I assume you still need to maintain the platform and take care about the technical aspects. Uh, if it's I'm not said exactly, but um, what is now? What is the next for for your the founders? Next step? Or, uh... Yeah, well, we're here for the long run. Um, so we're just carrying on as we were. Really, we're just building features. Um, one of the next ones will probably be communities that we'll start working on. Um, but yeah, we're we're still just building away. Um, the code is all open source, and yeah, we'd love to get external contributors. We we already do have um, external contributors who are helping us out with translations, but it would be good to have people helping us out with the code as well. And actually, a few people have reached out to us asking if they can help out with the code. Um, I guess there would just need to be some onboarding and because we've only just done the sale, we haven't had time to do that yet. But um, yeah, we, we'd love to grow the number of people who are doing dev work on open chat, but the three of us devs, we will, we will be here for the long term yeah. and kind of to, um to kind of give confidence to the community that we will be here for the long term, the neurons that we received in the decentralization sale, they only vest over four years. So um you know we are regardless of the fact that we we want to stay working on this we are financially incentivized to work on this to make it a success because if we run off now then realistically the the price will, will drop and we then miss out because the neurons that we we got are are they're still locked away mm -hmm. so um yeah we we are here for the long term and and yeah, as you said, you, there's the open chat, the, the possibility of having an open chat foundation. Um, and if we had an open chat foundation, we could then pay people in fiat currencies. You know, we could pay people in euros or dollars or whatever, which is, it would make it a lot easier to grow the team because realistically, it's going to be quite hard to grow the team if we can only pay them out of the SNS treasury in ICP. That's that's true. Um, and yeah, that's that's uh, all. That's I'm curious. Uh, how many users you have now in OpenChat, and if you have noticed an increase in users after the the launch? Yeah, I I think we're at about ninety thousand. Um, I think it grows by four or five hundred a day or so, but then um if we do a big feature announcement they, there will normally be a spike like there was, there was i think our most in a day was 2000 or so when we did the ckbtc launch and we had about 10000 daily active users on that day um yeah awesome yeah thank you so much uh, hamish 
Stevens for for your time. I know I I not pronounce well your name. No, that was good. That was that was good. That was fine. <laughs> uh, thank you for for your time. I'm so excited to be part of of the co-owners of OpenChat now. Uh, I included. You, you can put that on your CV. Co-owner of OpenChat. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone should. Mm -hmm, true and no i encourage everyone to to use uh, open chat at least try open chat um my mom tried open chat and she mentioned like oh wow this this is cool like uh, nice. uh, he needs to improve for sure <laughs> how to use it but uh, he used it my brothers as well and yeah we try to like spread the word a little bit more but yeah so excited for you guys for, for the job that you are doing for the sns i hope uh, the future is even more successful for for you um yeah maybe we can do a second episode of open chat in, in a few months after running uh, after do different proposals and see how it works and, and see how it, um, the price um you know like evolute and everything um yeah but so excited and uh, thank you so much uh hamish for for uh your information and your patient today because i know like sometimes the questions maybe you are you answer a lot of times and it's a little bit annoying for you but it's good for for the community inside and outside. yeah no no it's all good this is, it's been fun mm -hmm. yeah good. thanks thanks for having me awesome yeah see you soon and good luck for the next steps okay yeah thank you thank you see ya see you bye bye